Sports Warriors Life 2020 podcast episode 15. Um, Will Evans here with Brad Larking um, on the back of a pretty stirring win over Brisbane uh, last weekend. Um, probably my favourite of the year to watch, I, I reckon. What about you, Brad? Where did that rank for you in, in 2020? For playing enjoyability, it was probably my favourite. It was a, I think you summed it up well on the TWL website. says, two most uncoordinated kids in the class duking it out <laughs> and just to see who win. It was horrible body, but it was enthralling. Yeah, it was... Um, I have struggled, really, to get, um, you know, too, too animated either way. Even the bad losses, and usually I'm throwing chairs out the window and that sort of thing. I've just been fairly subdued. And, and same with the the wins we have had. Um, haven't got too overexcited, but um, I was out of my chair and, and on my feet for the, the last 10 minutes of that, uh, that sort of gripping finish. It's the first time that's happened for quite some time. So, yeah, it was, it was good. I don't know, it was one of those ones too that from the opening 10 minutes, you sort of knew we were going to win. Like, there was no uncomfortable uneasiness about watching that game. You sort of knew, are oh, they going to do this? They're going to do it. The Broncos' um, unbelievably bad play certainly helped you <laughs> maintain a sense of confidence throughout that game, even though they got out to that 10-0 lead. Um, they were coming up with some horrible errors, as were we. We were dreadful in that first half. Um, but... Yeah, second half, I thought we were fantastic. Yeah, we were. Um, our epic new loan player, he's, he's one of my favourites straight to the top of the class yeah. already. Enough at Heathrow. Jack, yeah, Jack Hetherington, didn't he make an impact? Um, big metres, got an offload on him, and he managed to keep his um, his madcap ways under wraps, at least for his first game. And those little turn around and pop chuck the ball, it rubbed off on the rest of the team all of a sudden, mm. I reckon that. It gave everyone a bit of a bit of a leap in their is it what's it called? Skipping their step. Yeah. Um it's something they've been missing a, a wee bit. And I'd be I hope we can hang on to him for the rest of the year. No um injuries to Panthers pending. But um looks like he's in the seventeen to to stay for as long as he's with the club. Retained uh, this week despite um, giving Jazz to Vanga back. So, yeah, good, uh, a good pick up there. Ken Mamalo, he um, picked up where he left off in that uh, pretty poor performance against Melbourne initially. He, um, yeah, had a, a real shocker in the first half, but that try on half time that really um, he's regained his confidence and had a blinder in the second half, almost 300 metres in the end, and picked up the three Dally M points. As well, wasn't quite sure about that, given God. how bad he was for 39 minutes. But great comeback for Big Ken. Yeah, he was just ripping through their poor Broncos defence. They were God, they were terrible. But yeah, he was just getting metres at will in that second half. Yeah, um, yeah, great performance uh, from him there. Uh, Tohu Harris yet again, absolutely outstanding. 51 tackles, which is just enormous. And 238 metres. Uh, stats this year just out of this world. Um, making a beeline for the Warriors Player of the Year award, I would think. Um, unless yeah, Roger he, has he's something straight to say up as playing like Mannering, isn't he? Yeah. Um, just, just that work rate. But, you know, you can see it's, it's not anonymous. You can see him making an impact. Um, just a few nice touches and attack as well. 
certainly our best forward uh, and one of the best forwards in the NRL this year, I'd say, which is no mean feat, yeah. playing in a, a team that hasn't been going overly well. Um, Wade Egan, best performance by quite a margin, I thought, uh, so far. Uh, still not getting out of dummy half a hell of a lot, but um, scored a determined try and a really nice uh, piece of play to put Ignatius Parsi over as well. So he obviously had a, a pretty notable impact on the game. So um, yeah. good for you, Wade, yeah. to come back from suspension as well um, with a few other dummy halves putting the heat on him. So, um, yeah, timely performance for him. And the the player that probably got the most rave reviews... Um, Blake Green, outstanding performance. Um, a couple of days or the day before the game, news broke that uh, he and Jared Beal wouldn't be retained. It was fairly abruptly re- um, revealed to the media by our um, our owner Mark Robinson, who's just um, come out of nowhere to become a bit of a um, media darling, <laughs> giving <laughs> them the sound bites. Up, yeah, um, rugby league media will be loving his frankness, and uh, yeah, obviously Blake Green. From what I understand, he had actually at least been told himself that 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 was uh, the case, but was certainly a bit blindsided by it being made public. Um, he certainly responded, and my thoughts on it. I, I don't think there's too many Warriors fans. Like I know that a lot of the Australian media, a lot of um, fans that will not of the Warriors um, we're like, we're, couldn't believe that we're letting him go after watching that game but you know that that hasn't been his base level performance uh, I would think since the start of last season maybe had two or three games as, as good as that um, and you know you can't reveal that you're going to um, release him every week so he's not going to play like that every week <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good point. Full credit to him for playing as well as he did, and you know the situation did suck, but it's just disappointing uh, that it did take something like that to to get the best out of Green. He was superb in that second half, though. It was forty twenty. Oh, that forty twenty was so well timed. It's exactly what they needed. And the kick yeah. in behind, uh, kick in behind the, the Brisbane winger to. Uh, force that repeat set was also crucial and then laying on the, the match sealer right on half time, the cherry on top um, yeah. so good on you Blake it's, um, now this week uh, Cody Nakarim is out with a uh, via that concussion, got absolutely steamrolled in the first five minutes by Tevita Pangai um, Chanel Harris Tevita got 75 minutes at 5-8 last week and I thought he went okay, definitely didn't set the world on fire but I felt better for him being there. There's just something about him being there. But set up and set up that first half try with a beautiful pass, um, and I, I feel like they're a better outfit for him being there. The big question for Todd Payton will be when all three of them are, are fit and ready. Who do they leave out? Given that Blake Green isn't going to be there next year. Uh, yeah, and especially now that Tavanga's fit again, because all of a sudden you can't just slip that extra half onto the bench anymore. I don't think either. Yeah, it's... I think I think it's tougher to carry one of them on the bench. So I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, at this stage in that performance, I still like Cody out there. Yeah, Cody's okay. going all right at the moment. It's, it, yeah, it's. It might have been just rust that I was seeing from old mate in the weekend. 
just a bit rusty about the game. But yeah, he just did throw that nice pass. But there was a couple of passes he tried to do just about identical to that one that he got for the try that were pretty sloppy. <laughs> yeah, didn't this certainly wasn't uh, super polished, but uh, good that he'll get another opportunity this week. I do like the way he hits in defence. Yeah, yeah, defence was outstanding again. Um, It's absolutely pissing down outside, so hopefully it doesn't come through. Is that what that noise is? Sounds like you're running a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Getting real comfy in these pods these days. Um, So apologies if that's coming through, but um, where were we? Yeah, Chanel. it's a big perform. It's a big game for him this week, I guess. I think they'll keep Green in there. I mean, they can't really drop him if he's playing as well as he did last week. I guess they'll keep Green in there as long as the Warriors are something of an outside chance for the top eight. Um, maybe if you know if the wheels fall off and it's quite obvious that we're not um, going to make anything of the season, maybe then they'll uh, give the the Cody Chanel combination yeah. a crack. I'm starting to wonder, is if he is, if they really think he's the next half, why is he not playing? He should be playing then, shouldn't he? And I'm starting to wonder if they do not think Chanel is the long-term solution in the halves. Well, he's... Oh, in their minds, because yeah. otherwise you'd be playing him, wouldn't you? You'd be playing him. This is the next well, big thing. It's like the next, yeah. Well, it was... Sean sh- Johnson, 12 years ago, yeah. he'd be on there. It was a shock that um, when he wasn't named in round three, Chanel. Um, oh. A couple of couple of good showings from Cody kind of, you know, quieting the net, that noise down. Um, but, yeah, moving forward, you've got to, if he's, the, if he's your um, main half moving forward, then, you know. Yeah, that's up. The only thing I'm thinking, if, like, sort of five years ago when Hangano was slipping around, when Hingano was coming onto the scene, who do you reckon was a better player out of the two of them? Who do you think oh, would be? Oh, Chanel, by far. Hingano, do you reckon? Yeah, by a mile. Hingano, I thought he was like just that little bit of spark, and then he, that was that. Yeah, yeah, he was. He had that spark. He also had the benefit of playing alongside Sean Johnson, so there was no pressure on him to be the, yeah, that's be the man, whereas you know, Chanel sort of come come in, he's played alongside he had some of his first games playing with the, the likes of uh, Peter Hicku and Toru Harris in the centre, in the halves with him um, and then a, you know, modestly performing Blake Green after that so he hasn't quite had the Yeah, he needs he needs that spark benefits. player next to him though, doesn't he? And yeah, sparky. well that's why I think him and, and uh, Cody are Cody. a good combination. Uh, Cody, it's probably a better combination, yeah. Cody has, seems to have zero interest in Staring a team around, um, where Chanel I think uh, has shown he's he's pretty happy to take the reins. Yeah, um, I think yeah, Chanel's more of a green type half than a Nicarima type half, isn't he? Yeah, he's but he's probably more of a roller sleeves up. Yeah, oh for sure, but he's probably got a little yeah. bit more to it in his kit bag than Green does. Um, the I guess the other question, if if you're asking that, is is if Chanel isn't. You know, in their future plans, who is? Um, no, I, 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 don't, I just don't like the fact that we may end up with Chanel and Nicarima next year. Yeah, okay. I, I think we, if we're going to keep Chanel, yeah. and I, I think we need, um, I need a, more of a spark than Nicarima with him. I don't know why. 
don't know yeah. why. Well, um, everyone has uh, been pretty impressed with Nick Ramey. He's had a couple of good games. I'm certainly not willing to, you know, declare him um, an, an certainty for the number six long term beyond this year. Uh, he hasn't strung it together week after week after week. Not that, mm. that many Warriors have for quite some time, but yeah, um, yeah, I see what you mean. I'm not convinced that Chanel Cody was, certainly doesn't feel like a top eight halves combination, but yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's more what I'm trying to say in a long winded way. Um, but then you know, there's not a lot of uh halves on the market. I know, I think Jake Clifford from the Cowboys could be an option. There's, there's obviously one. Uh, half too many at the Cowboys with Michael Morgan um, to come back from injury. Um, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it's not like yeah, there's there's not anyone obvious to go after or um, nah. busting for an opportunity. So yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Where were we up to? Um, well, I thought given that uh, Mark Robinson started just dishing out the the dirt on who's staying and who's going, we better get in beforehand and give our verdicts before he makes the calls. And I was just going to run through the list of off-contract warriors and get your um, gauge on whether we should be giving them another deal or... Um, just... After X amount of rounds into the season, revisit yeah. the subject. Yeah, so um, yeah. yeah, we're getting towards the halfway point. Only 12, likely 12 more games left for these guys to impress unless we make the finals. So... Um, well, just going through an alphabetical order, we've already seen... Oh, we are going to go alphabetical? Yeah, is that, is that all right? Uh, but, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I was hoping you weren't going to go by that. Yeah, no, that works fine for me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, we've got Gerard Bell, who we've already been told he's not in the plans for next year, and uh, no, not really any surprises there. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. He's been a solid enough backup, but um, certainly not the the player he was. Certainly Cronulla and Brisbane and, and St George or Laura, so... Yeah, old he was. Old he is. 20, yeah, mm. that surprised the shit out of me. Mm. I thought he'd be 32, 33. Yeah, he, I think he's been around for more than a decade, so... Yeah, um, yeah nah, yeah. he's off. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he will lob up. I can't imagine his form at the Warriors has is, is, uh, got too many NRL clubs that excited. Might be a yeah. little Super League deal for Gerrard. Uh, Adam Blair, now he's off the contract, but he's got an option in his favour. He's on a big salary. Um, be surprised if he didn't take it up. And the way he's playing, I'm happy yeah. for him to take it up. Yeah, that's right. We've been waiting for him to... He's, he's been... I'd say. He's taken it upon himself over there. He's he's a leader over there with all this yeah. shit going down. And you can see that on the field now as well. I'd say he hasn't put in anything um, that wasn't above par. Well, certainly, you know, his, his par from uh, last year um, in every game since the restart. Which is, oh, yeah, I, I think he's had a real good, real good year since the restart. Uh, very good against Brisbane again the other night. Yep, so he's a keeper. Um, yep, um, it's not ideal. It's obviously not ideal that he's uh, taking up that much of the cap still, but um, mm. but oh well. Anyway, with uh, the probably the lack of 
load ship recruits coming in, we can probably um, shoulder that for next year if he maintains that form. Uh, next up, Lockie Burr. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's had yeah. a few um, yeah, head knocks and that sort of thing. He hasn't been in the side uh, for the last couple of weeks. What do you reckon? Nah, the line for I, Lockie? Bet, I reckon you could buy, there's probably five or six 20-year-olds out on the market that you could get to do the same job as this guy. Yeah, I think for, for, yeah, so I reckon, yeah, I, like, look at these loan players. These loan players that we've got, these are players that are struggling for debt to make first-grade teams and other teams, and they're playing the best in our forward pack. Yeah. So, yeah, no. And the Warriors have shown their hand a bit by extending Jack Murchie last week. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, what I'm, that's exactly a good point, actually. He's a like-for-like -like player that you're getting a little bit more out of, probably for a little bit less money. Um, now Jackson Jackson Frey he um, unfortunately did his knee in the trials um, hasn't played first grade for us yet he's 22 a big unit um, but yeah they're, they're gonna have to make a call on young Jackson um, I think I think I, the only reason I keep this guy is it's probably not he's probably on about 32k <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, there's no harm in keeping him I think um, yeah, I guess it, yeah, if he's willing to stay for minimum uh, contract, then living wage. You do need uh, you do need depth. I guess he'll be playing at Redcliffe most years, um, uh, most weeks next year. He's only twenty two too. He's he's yeah. been unlucky for injuries. But that's what I'm. I, it's worth taking a punt for probably the amount of money they're putting in on him. Um, Blake Green, we've already covered. It's all over for him. Um, next up, Paddy Herbert. Where will, where will he go? Do you reckon? Where will he know. get a run? What? What? I've been trying to think Bulldogs? about that. And yeah, I don't know. Is he? Is he the answer for the Bulldogs? He's not the answer, but he might be a, a, a little a puzzle piece for a rebuilding squad. Yeah, not the worst idea. Um, you think there? I can't see the. I can't see Brisbane. Taking pun on them, everyone was was. Uh, yeah, oh, is that same, the whisper? Well, just because he obviously schooled the Broncos the other night, and their halves are battling, but they've got Milford, Croft, and and Young Dead, and if they can hang on to him, I don't think they're going to pull Grain into the mix. I don't really think it's a a way forward for the Broncos. He turns thirty four in September. Um, what about what about the Dragons then? Maybe the Dragons, although, you know, they, again, they've got Corey Norman, Ben Hunt, and then uh, the young guy, Adam Clune, who has come in recently. Uh, I just don't see him solving a problem for a yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not solving problems. He's he's filling in. Mm. He's um, given experience in a position. Yeah, I don't think he's the answer to anyone's woes. But yeah, bit cool for him. He's he's obviously got a couple of young kids and dragging them all, all the way back to Super League. Probably isn't what he's uh, after. So yeah, hope he does pick up another deal because he's a tremendous guy. He's just um, probably. I think he'd he'd be useful to any club he's in in a coaching role. He looks like a smart man. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, next so we're up to G. Yeah, yeah. is there any Fs? Um, well, given that we're going uh, through the alphabet yep. in ascending order, we'll, we'll move on to H, I think. Um, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Patty Herbert. Oh, this is a toughie. Mm. This is a toughie. No, sorry, Patty. Our backs need a dung out. 
we've found some cheap forwards. We've worked out that it's not going to take too much to get that forward pack uh, competitive. I think we need a dung out on the outside backs. The uh, thing that might save them is, is the fact that there isn't too many outstanding backs on the market. Um, you know, obviously, not. Um, yeah, but there's no one that, no obvious standouts. We haven't really been linked to anyone. Uh, Herbert's gone okay. I think I feel like he's a better winger than a than a centre. To be honest, he gets seems to get a bit lost at centre. Um, yeah, doesn't get involved enough. He's a good hard player, and and when he's played on the wing, beside but um, despite a few errors, he's um, you know he gets stuck in. But yeah, I, I, I see why I, he's I, not I, that keen. I suppose you could keep him for next year, doing the role that Bill does now. Yeah, exactly. As that sort of cover back, that cover back sticking plaster just for when people go yeah. down. So. Well, you'd be happy if we've got an injury for Paddy Herbert. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yep. That's not perfectly fine. Not a great scenario that he is, you know, an automatic pick when fit. Um, but uh, moving will come to a few guys that um, are in that same sort of wheelhouse. Um, there's, well, one of them, to a certain extent, Adam Kieran. He's off contract. Mm. Now, out for most of the year with injury. Uh, he was probably their best player against Canberra in round two. Playing at centre. Um, and obviously. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to see him at centre a bit more before they made a decision. Is he getting close or is he gone for the year? Um, I think he may be back before the end of the year. But again, it's he's not the kind of. He's, he's a good fill in centre. He's not yeah, the kind true. of. Yeah, true. He's another Beal, isn't he? Like we haven't had a, a decent centre really since Brent Tate, and no. we're, we're you know getting excited about Adam Kieran coming back from injury to play centre. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, no, obviously, obviously, then we can cut him loose. It's yeah, it's interesting, and I guess if we can't sign, sign another half, and Green is going, we do need some sort of depth there. So they may. Try and lowball him and keep him here as, as you know as a depth player. That's um, a fair point. Can't see anyone being that excited about bringing him back to Australia, but yeah, big call there. What are you saying, Brad? We're going to give you the final call. Oh no, I think we could find a young. Ah, uh, nah, he's not even. He, no, cut him. Sorry, okay. hasn't even got experience to be yeah enough. Yeah. Um, no. Another player on the injured list, and he is gone for the year. Uh, Tane Milne. Super unlucky. Um, Shit, we were pretty excited about what Tane might uh, bring in 2020 after his outstanding club debut in the last round in 2019. Uh, didn't make the 17 for round one and injured himself in New South Wales Cup. And it was all over. This is one I'd keep. I. I'd like to see him play regularly at centre. Yeah, he's the sort of guy that you could get excited about being out there. Yeah. He might not do anything some weeks, but you know that he can. Because I don't think our centres are that capable of anything too. Performance-wise, and not stupid hot-headed-wise, he'd be like a lay lower. Out yeah. there. Some, he'd just be insignificant for two or three weeks and then just absolutely own a game. Yeah, I'd just certainly like to see him get his chance. Uh, sorry, the, the alphabetical thing hasn't, hasn't worked. I've, I've skipped over someone. Peter Hicku. 
Now that's Keep. quite a quote. Yeah, he, he's a keeper. I think you skipped over him knowing the answer. He's yeah. um, he was yeah. He's what's he's, his best position? I think reckon? fullback. I thought he was good again last week. Uh, besides a couple of shaky moments under the high ball, but you know, try assist. He the um, the Warriors. I think are three wins, two losses. With Roger out and Hiku at fullback, that's outstanding. Given that, you know, we definitely don't win three out of every five of our games anyway, and that that's without our best player. Um, yeah, that's really good. And one of those losses was that um, that Anzac Day loss last year, which was heroic, and Hiku was superb in that. Um, yeah, I, I still think fullbacks is the best spot. Can I'd can I'd love to see him on a wing. Yeah, he's played a bit of wing. Yeah, I'd love to see him on a wing. Then you get that little taste of fullback, a little bit of freedom, mm. and I think he's he's just got a knack for finding the line. He's a cheeky bugger, sort of five metres out. I'd like to mm. see him with his hands on the ball, not worrying about having to pass to the guy on the outside, just taking on the line. But um, at the moment, he is probably the most effective centre we've got, so yeah. that's where he'll stay unless we sign anyone decent or... Someone emerges. Um, but yeah, no, definitely worth making another offer. I'd assume he would take it. Young family in Auckland and yeah, yeah. hopefully he sticks around. Uh, next up, there'll be a fair bit of split opinion over this one. Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, sorry, Isaiah. It, yeah, no, no. He's this... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, so um, did you did you get that? Yeah, did yeah. you get that? Yeah, <laughs> succinct. Um, I would be surprised if they don't offer him. Any yeah, deal, so would I. But, yeah, um, yeah, would, wouldn't be upset to see him head off. Um, just yeah, uh, he's, get, he's it, one of those one of their little pets in there. Mm-hmm. He's obviously an awesome clubman and a good kid and does everything right. I think that he's the type of guy they like having around the mm-hmm. club. So um, they will work on him. Redeemed himself slightly with that try at the end, but after um, after ruining your multi by slipping over. Oh my week, yeah, that was Brad had yeah, he... a, Brad had a tenner on um or was it a fiver on, on Fusatura and Malmalo to both score. Ten yeah, ten on them and to both f- score. For a fifty dollar return. And uh, yeah, Isaiah Papali Slipped over, took out a Bronco, and uh, Fuss got pulled back. Brad tore up his ticket. And yeah, and Fuss got denied in his hundredth game. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, Papali certainly doesn't seem to be. A lot of people have earmarked him as a future captain um, of the club. If no. that happens, I'd probably have to pack it in. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's just not our favourite player going around yeah, um, in that team at all. So I, I think you're right, though. They'll re-sign him. They'll definitely re-sign him. But they do have to shed some players, particularly in the Ford. So, um, yeah. I wonder if I'll see if Rob's... This, what's that loud dude with the spiky hair? What's the owner's name? Mark Robinson. Mark Robinson, that's it. Uh, see if he does cull some favourites. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Um, now another one that has has, well, actually not confirmed, but almost certain to be leaving the club. Levaha Polu, um, horribly out of favour for the last year and a half, um, and has headed back for family reasons now. 
from the hub um, or from the bubble. Won't be so has, has there already been whispers that he is definitely leaving? Or is well, it I think it's he's off contract and has played 20 minutes of first grade. Um, yeah. So, you know, people we've been crying out for him to get a run. Many others have to. Just obviously it doesn't fit in there into their plans. And yeah, you can't really see him, given these almost certainly won't play a game this year now that he's back in Auckland. Um, do you think that's all over for Lavaha at the club? Could yeah. be a good pick-up for someone, though. Yeah, it would be. I, I don't. He's not a bad player. But, yeah, you're probably right. I don't see him in, being around the club next year. Uh, now, this one will sort of break your, break your little heart, Brad. The last <laughs> off-contract player, Nathaniel Roach. <laughs> Poor fan. Poor fan. <laughs> yeah, that... I. Yeah, I'm, he's never shown me anything to keep him around. I'm sorry, I've I've never okay. I've never been a huge fan of Nathaniel Roach. I I don't know what would happen to him. What would happen to him? Where is he suited? I just I just don't I don't see how he fits into this team at the moment. I'm a big fan of him. The way he plays and his versatility. Not that we're short of utility types. I think he's probably the best of all of our utilities talent-wise, um, but just the injuries. I mean, he debuted in the first round of 2016. He's played 26 games, and, and he's pretty much been... He wouldn't have played a lot of um, New South Wales Cup during that time. He's pretty much been in the team if he's been available. But 2016 to, he debuted? Yeah, so that's four four in almost a half seasons now. That's like... He should have had 100 potentially 100 games, yeah, so he's played over, a quarter. Yeah, um, and just injury after injury, bad quick injuries math. too. Quick math. Yeah, yeah. Well done, See there, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just. Oh man, it'd be such a, a hard call to make. <laughs> for yeah, the I know that's it. Because you can imagine him when he has been injured. He looks like he's a working little bugger, doesn't he? You can imagine just slogging on a cycle yeah. in the gym, just smashing it out while everyone else is running around he's just in rehab constantly slugging away um he's got to be really heard much about um you know whether he's nearing a uh, return or whether it be picked if available again it's you know it's a bit of a risk to to um, put him into the side for say lawton or uh, which is you know probably the most obvious player he's yeah. playing for and Lawton's playing very well so yeah if he if he doesn't get an opportunity this year then that might be it I suppose that's exactly yeah that's what I'm saying it's, where does he fit into this team there's too many of the same players hmm. um, and yeah without you know obviously New South Wales Cup operating for him to to um, prove himself in a lot of players yeah. in a similar position um, yeah so how do, how do we end up cutting so, uh, you've got rid of Roach, Paulu, Papali, keeping Milne. What did you say about? Did you keep Karen again, or did you cut him loose? Okay, I, I think it was pending loose. other signings. Maybe Hiku yeah. keep Patty Herbert is maybe kept. Yeah, so Patty Herbert came around on um, Green's gone. Frey, keep him on a minimum contract. Lockie Burr's done. Adam Blair will take up the last year of his contract and be all out of here 
So, yeah, there's still, yeah. still a few people who have gone, and we, there must be a bit of cash in the coffers at the moment as well. Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't spend anything last season, did we? No, well, we didn't bring in Wade Egan. Um, <laughs> Hopefully not for much. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it's just about getting those players, though. I mean, you still need people to fill the jerseys. You can't just cut That's everyone loose. Yeah. If you can't sign anyone, still, we're only you know nine months from next season starting, and Ben Murdoch, Marcella's are only um, signing. Not really. Him and, him and the winger there. that no one knows anything uh, about. Yeah. Um, yep, the young Fijian winger, Junior Ratova. Um, but yeah, not really many whispers even around players that we might be chasing. A couple have apparently rejected us. Toby Rudolph backing out of his deal apparently. Has he backed out of it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's definitely trying to stay. Um, I'm not sure the the details of whether he can just pull out and not, you know, without having any worries or whether the Warriors could try and hold him to it. I know it's because of a family illness that he's he's um, asking to be asked. Oh, so it's not... not officially he's not coming yet, but it looks like no, he won't. No, well, he was never announced as a as a signing anyway, so that kind of makes me wonder what the status of the contract was. If it oh, is that was. right? Yeah, the, the club had made no announcement or anything. It was just fairly, fairly well, widely reported that he was he was coming, and then, um, ah. yeah, just as widely reported that he was not coming. Or was How many times did we get knocked back last season? Oh, or season was, and that we, like, had, we had a thirty-man squad of players that rejected us. Yeah, it's um, crazy. So far, they. How they change that? How do you change that? Yeah, um, a few more wins might help. Um, That's an true. Announcement on the coach, I guess. And again, do you know what would be good too is the, the likes of these lone players actually playing with the team, hmm. and then going going back to the Roosters and the likes of the Panthers and saying, "Hey, shit, those dudes! It was pretty sweet hanging out with those guys." Yeah. Da da da. Like, if it can be a good experience, that could filter through. Well, especially you know both um, Poasa and and Jack Hetherington hadn't had a game for their um, clubs for quite a long time. They were, and they come to the Warriors and star. That's that's the um, yeah. That's true. the carrot is to come and be a star in a in a yeah. you know in, in a semi-competitive team rather than playing New South Wales Cup and maybe two NRL games a season. Yeah, good point. Yeah, no, it could be a good little knock on. Yeah, Absolutely. geez, I'd hope I'd love to get this Heather in yeah. What's his contract status? I'm, I'm not sure, but if he's anywhere close to off contract, definitely have to have a oh, chuck some coin at him. Yeah, he was amazing. He's a new cult hero, that dude. Yeah, he's. I, I, he reminds me of someone. I can't put my finger on it, but yeah, I'd be pretty keen for him to hang around. Um, yeah, sweet. And just one last question, do you think, you know, the, the talk around the Warriors' potential coach has sort of died down a little bit as we talked about at length, there's no mega standout candidates. Is Todd Payton in the mix? That's what I'm, that's what I'm starting to think. That's exactly what, The people they want are... Who else is left? Who else yeah. is left? Are we going to get someone that's going to have just as much experience as a guy that's already there and knows the guys? <laughs> yeah, um, and if Peyton can do something um, remarkable this year, get us even anywhere near the finals, then you'd have to think that's a pretty good audition. Um, and McFadden 2014-like um, audition. 
that's yeah, yeah. You know, he's coming in very similar circumstances, and if he can do a similar job, then he probably deserves the chance. Yeah, yeah there hasn't been, but it's gone real quiet, hasn't it? The old talk um, on potential yeah. coaches. And yeah, some yeah. other. I don't mind it. Like I, I don't mind at the moment. I don't mind. Yeah, let's just. It's like there's no one. There's no great coaches that want to come here. So. No. no. <laughs> Biggest can't be choosers, so I don't mind what we've got then. Yeah, yeah, good call. So I'll just let that one sit for a few weeks and no doubt. I'd, I'd mind if up. they stayed stayed with Todd instead of signing uh, Bellamy. That, yeah. that I'd, I'd mind then, <laughs> yeah. but at the moment I don't mind. Yeah, like, oh no, we might just stick with yeah. old Pates. We yeah, might stick Bellamy's, with Pates. Bellamy's over the hill. Yeah, no, Bellamy, he's no, just getting a little bit behind. When was the last time bit. Bellamy won a grand final? Twenty seventeen. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, coach, good. All right, sweet. What subject? What's what's the next subject? I thought we would just uh, break down the Warriors-Titans game this week. Um, Quick run over that. Yeah, chasing back-to-back wins for the first time since round 10 last season. That was last May. We haven't won two games in a row. So so we haven't haven't, um, done a podcast about a win and been positive and then been backed up by the Warriors' uh, performance the next week since last May. That's that's pretty atrocious, yeah. isn't it? What about the Titans? When have they had last had back-to-back wins? Um, well, they're on a losing streak, though, aren't they? Uh, well, they yeah, they beat the Broncos before we did, and quite impressively, but they were lapped by Cronulla in the second half last week. Um, yeah, 28-0 in the second half it was after looking pretty good in the... The um, first half there, 12 10 Yeah, they did. They got thumped. They got thumped. Um, but right, let's look at the teams. Who's the ins and outs of each each of these squads? Oh, Who have we you got? Been, have you not um, got it written down there? Or I thought you I thought you might take care of it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, do it. I'll classic, do it. Classic. Classic. <laughs> so the big team news is uh, for the Warriors. Well, obviously Rogers back from um, suspension. And what about those spectacles? Didn't, didn't the internet go out shit over his glasses? Yeah, they were pretty red. <laughs> but yeah, people couldn't get over it. Yeah. Um, no, that it really shook people up. Mm. Um, I wonder if he wears contacts. Dying to ask him. Well, that's what I was wondering. You're dying to ask him. Yeah, as, as a contact <laughs> lens wearer myself, you know. Yeah, no. Bond over yeah, it. yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll find out. Um, but the probably the most exciting news is Jazz Tavanga back in the 17. Although the landscape's changed a fair bit since he was last in the team. He was more or less our first choice lock or, you know, a, a, a middle forward who came on and played uh, 60 minutes in the middle. Now with this sort of shift they do with Tohu Harris going to the middle after starting the second row, how does... It'd be interesting to see what Jazz's role is here. Um, yeah, it, it might be 20 minutes at the back end for Lawton, eh? Well, Lawton is, uh, yeah, well, Lawton's been named at lock. I'd imagine that Lawton will be moving to dummy half at some point to give Egan a rest. Um, uh, that would be, well, you know, my thoughts on Jazz Tavanga at dummy half anyway. And for him to come straight into the game as a dummy half would be, oh, yeah, I think, a bit silly. strange. 
um, especially when you got Lawton there. But yeah, it, it's just interesting how how um, Peyton's going to shuffle these guys around when if he does or when he does come on. Yeah, who did he bump? Um, out of the t- well, it's effectively a swap for Nicarima. So Chanel's oh. off the bench into the starting lineup, um, and Tavanga is onto the bench as as um, Nicarima's injury replacement. Otherwise, it's the yeah, same well, bench: Parsi, Hetherington, and Isaiah Papali. Um, yeah, so Parsi, oh, it's not a bad bench. Yeah, there's room, there's room for one more. Are we missing anyone at the moment from the well, boards? Elias Katoa is still that, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. So he's a week away. Um, if those initial reports were accurate, round ten returning yeah. being penciled in for that's um that makes last week's win certainly a bit more notable. Um, probably our second best forward, and obviously our, our um, superstar fullback to do that without yeah. those two guys is yeah. is pretty impressive. Yeah, I think that's what brought on the tears. For the Broncos, knowing <laughs> they got beat by a second-string yeah. Warriors team, yeah. that is that, that would bring any man to tears. Yeah, that was uh, grim. They kind of ruined it for me by crying, because we were quite looking forward to um, <laughs> kind of to... jumping around the lounge, screaming and yelling, <laughs> "Yeah, you yeah, fuckers, smashed you!" Sm- oh, don't, don't cry, don't cry. Come on, let me have this. Took the edge right off the Schadenfreude. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, backs. Oh, sorry. So we've got uh, a th- task on there. Yeah. So um, that means that Jared Beale is out of the side for the first time since round one. So not too many fans disappointed about that. We've got our, I guess you'd say our first choice back five for the first time since then. Um, with Haku and Herbert paired up, uh, Kenan Foss and um, Tovasashek back. So, so Herbert's gone to the wing. With, no, no, no Herbert, Herbert oh. and Hicko in the centres. And, yeah, Amala and Fosso. Oh, you know, even me just mishearing miss that then, it popped up quite a rare combo in my mind. Imagine having Fosso and Mamalo on the same side, centre and wing. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a shame that that uh, Fosso tour to centre plan never really got its uh, chance to... Didn't get off its feet, yeah, did it? He, you know, he was uh, injured and back late... Um, from New Zealand coming into the bubble, so sort yeah. of had to abandon it. But yeah, I do get your point because Foss has some skill about him. Played a lot of fullback and centre, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him and and then even Hicko and Herbert would be uh, Herbert would I mean Hicko would deliver Herberts and yeah, I don't know. Anywho, so that, yeah. yeah, that's that's the strongest the backs have been in a long mm-hmm. time, isn't I'd it? So it's close to our. Well, if you get Qatar back in there, it's our strongest seventeen of the year. And Nicarima back as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully those guys, will, they'll be back in the mix next right. week. So who bumps out of that? Papali's gone. And who's yeah. the other one? Herbert will be the other one gone, would he? Mm, well, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, no. maybe Harris DeVita would be um, dropping yeah. out of the side. Yeah. Because Lawton would probably move back to the to the bench. Yeah. yeah. Big call, mm. big call for Peyton. Uh, on the Titans side of the fence, uh, Mitch Rain is the only player out. Means um, old Aaron Clark, the former Warrior, he'll be oh nice. He'll be lining up at hooker opposite Wade Egan. So yeah, looking forward to a couple of former Warriors in here. Actually, old uh, Sam Lasorna will be coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a few certainly a few young guys. There's a young fella, Trey. 
Tremaine Spry, he's debuting on the wing um, with someone's missed out there. There's some sort of reshuffle, which means uh, they need a new winger, and Corey Thompson's gone to. Oh, it's Tyrone Roberts. Is he. Yes, he's been they dropped hold. to the reserves. Um, so Corey Thompson's gone to fullback. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Roberts yeah. Spry's coming on to the wing. We've also got another rookie there, Bo Furmore, who. I think debuted a week or two he ago. Went, yeah, wasn't he on there last week? Yeah. He had a couple, of, a couple of good breaks in the yeah. first 10 minutes, but just panicked and didn't know how to do that last pass to seal the try. Um, but this should have Warriors licking their lips. Bryce Cartwright named a centre. <laughs> nice. That is nice. And, yeah. So who's he going at? What's, oh, I suppose we don't know what side no, he's going Yeah, not, not too sure. Not sure. Um, yeah, the the Titans are shown a bit at times this year. Good win over the Broncos, and they also beat the Tigers, who have generally been going okay. Um, certainly some some good forwards in Jairo, Fotoaka. Uh, just lacking that overall class, and they've certainly got a few guys that will throw a game away for you. The, the not far off how the Warriors' season's gone, is it, really, Titans? No, I'd say... Showing yeah. glimpses of... Cool and but well, they put up some good fights actually, but they, gee, they've been just blowing away in second half. Yeah, I I think if we put up anything, certainly like our second half last week, we should get the job done here. We've got an excellent record against the Titans, sixteen of the last eighteen we've won, which by far our best record against any team. Um, only one loss in um, on the Gold Coast against the Titans in the last nine years. Should get a few fans there um, in our favour, you would think. Mm. The, yeah, the it's, a, it's a tough one. It's a good. We've had a good draw the last few weeks, haven't we? Yeah. Just to get us against some of those other teams in our class. Um, right, yeah, we can we can beat these guys. Like you said, if we play like we did second half last week, and the Titans play like they did in the second half last week, it'll be a, it's going to be a pretty similar game though, isn't it, to the one against the Broncos? Yeah, obviously not quite that desperation, I guess, of the, of the Broncos, but uh, that the Broncos had. Um, it's the thing we've won our games that we should have this year. Um, Dragons, Cowboys, Broncos, the games we've lost, they're, they've been against you know decent teams, Knights, Raiders, uh, Panthers have obviously been awesome this year. Rabbitohs, bit up and down, but you know, still probably a, a notch or two above us, yeah, the and, and yeah. the storm. So you know, we're not. It's not like we're coming out and yeah. bottling games that we should win, even though we've been we've lost pretty poorly against those good teams. But with, yeah, that's a yeah, good point. I just think with that um, in mind, this is a game that we should win. And winning back to back would be just a, a big, uh, yeah, big step forward for the Warriors. They'd be buoyed after last week confident and happy team um, but know that last week's win will mean very little if we can't take care of the the Titans you know losing to the Titans no disrespect to them but that's kind of about as bad as it gets so it is yeah our, our forward pack is a lot better than the Titans I yeah, think across the board we are I think um, you know those, those couple of guys I mentioned Arrow and Fotoaker are kind of carrying that that pack um, I just think we should have too much of them. They've got, yeah, they, they are a team that can, and they showed it a bit in the first half last week, they can score from anywhere and put some quick points on, but 
just plug away. They, just, do they don't stay in the game, though, do they? No, no. And, yeah, it's not obviously our strong point against good teams staying in there for 80 minutes, but... Yeah, no, what do you got, then? What do you got on this one? Yeah. What sort, of, what sort of margin do you reckon? Yeah, I think 10 to 14 points would be... Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, nice. our three wins have all been by um, double-digit margins this year. Oh, there you go, punters. There you go, punters. Get on board. But I'll just be but taking... still going to win two in a row. Yeah, that's, uh, it's been a long time. Um, I'd say it's been longer for the, the Titans. Um, not that they won last week, so it's kind of irrelevant. But the they are almost even money at the tab. Are they? Yeah, I was uh, shocked really, so I'll just be jumping on the Warriors head to head. That's some good value right there. The Warriors, you know, Jesus. they should win yeah. this. Yeah, that's out of it. Out of it. Okay, done. Oh, well, that, that's a little preview. That, is that a preview stitched up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Particularly yeah. insightful, but um, in conclusion, I think we're probably going to win this one. Uh, yeah, I don't Yeah, like you said, we've got that two game thing, but. Couldn't have got a better team to come up against after the Broncos to try and string something together. It's by far the most confident I've been of a win for... Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, Maybe since the last time we took on the Titans. (laughs) Made hard work of that one, actually. Um, 24-20, we beat them at Seabus Super Stadium midway through last year. That's where we are again this weekend as well, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, flying in and out on the same day, so a bit of a challenge there, but... Massive. Yeah, no see what Sticky Ricky's... Oh, speaking of flying in and out and challenges, see Ricky Stewart reckons the Raiders are gas because they've had to do so much travel. Mm. That's like, <laughs> fuck, this is what the Warriors have been doing for 25 years, and everyone wonders what's wrong with us yeah. and why can't we pull out a season? Yeah, and God. yeah, no customs to deal with, because everyone knows hey. that's the draining part of travelling is when you have to go yeah. through customs. Yeah, and he's whinging about three months of knocked mm. his squad around. You'd think they'd make uh, the Raiders unpack the bags from the from the plane and, yeah, and doing the, the meal service or something. So, <laughs> they're just sitting there on a plane. Get over it. Yeah, exactly. Anywho, what's, where, where did we get well, up to? Well, just before we get into the round nine, um, round nine preview with, We've uh, you've jotted, you've taken some notes over the weekend, Brad. Yeah, give us yeah, your, uh, your hot takes yeah. from watching a round of footy. Just things that not even about, not they're not all about footy. Just my musings sitting there as I was staring at a couple of games. And so the first one, this is this one's going to be irrelevant for anyone outside of New Zealand. But I don't know. Have you seen? Uh, have you noticed the advertising for the New Zealand Badminton League? Yeah, you've got the Huskies and the Dragons and the. That You've seen that? Up. It's uh, yeah, certainly intriguing. It is. It's obviously not. This is no offence if there's any badminton people out there. Don't ring in. But <laughs> it's obviously really struggling for professional televised sport at the moment because of what's going on around the world, and they've pumped up this interprovincial badminton tournament around New Zealand, and it's the their tagline is badminton, like oh, like you've never seen badminton before. <laughs> It's like, no shit, we haven't seen badminton like this before. Who's seen badminton? Full stop. So, so that's one thing. It's been crazy. I think they've added an extra word that wasn't meant to be there. The tagline should be, you've never seen badminton before. <laughs> 
Um, it's interesting. This... It would probably get me watching it more than badminton like I've never seen before. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's, yeah, they seem a little bit, um, just a little bit too slow on this one. We've got league back, the rug, Super Rugby's back, NBA's about to restart. We needed this two months ago. Yeah, who, who the, yeah, exactly. Who the hell is going to go watch Taranaki play uh, Otago in interprovincial badminton? Oh, no, Otago's been in pretty good form lately, though, <laughs> badminton-wise. Got some good young uh, people with the uh, old shuttlecock there. I'll give it a miss. So yeah, that's the badminton league. Next next thing that cracked me up, and I don't know, oh, this was actually through Aussie. So the Cotton On promo, NRL were running a Cotton On promotion, a, co- a promotion with Cotton On in the weekend. If you went into a Cotton On store in Australia, you get your receipt and you get a code, and then you can go home and go onto the NRL website and type in your code and you get a free mouse pad. What, what a rigmarole for a mouse pad. <laughs> Who would do that? Who uses a mouse pad? Why are they making it so hard to get it? <laughs> I know. It's so disjointed. Chuck a box under the desk <laughs> of Cotton On, eh? That seems like a promotion from 1998 that someone <laughs> might do. Like, oh, yeah, no, that, that's worth doing. Yeah, and it, they're just praying that I oh, hope no one does this or else it would cost us fortune. <laughs> I reckon they've given away probably eight or nine mouse pads. There's only been eight or nine people that can be forked mm. doing all that. So that one that one piqued my interest. Now, Justin Hodges, how, how many... He only lost the one boxing fight, eh? Hey? Uh, yeah, just uh, he won his debut in yeah. about eight seconds and then lost just as quickly to Darcy Lussick. God, because him sideline, I tell you, listening to him sideline, you'd, you'd swear he lost 60. <laughs> he is, he seems so punch drunk, that dude. He, it's unbelievable. He is not, he's no good, eh? Oh, no good. Of all, of all, not... the, of all the former players, um, he just, yeah, does not have a way with words or, he, or he's the... delivering them. <laughs> He is easily the worst going around over there at the moment. He is he is terrible. He can hardly get. A, I, this, I know this is pot calling kettle black because I'm absolutely horrendous myself. But it, it was painful to listen to. Oh, and then fi- finally, I'm going to finish on the biggie. I'm going to finish on the biggie. My musing in the weekend, the Don. We all know how big our fans we are at oh, TWL of Anthony Don. It was hard not to talk about him in the the preview there, but I knew he was coming up. So uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little segue. Uh, but um, so and that you you watched that Titans Cronulla game, eh? Uh, yeah, the I did. first sort of fifteen minutes, he was he was doing the Don things, and I was sort of sitting on the couch, and I kept whenever he done something, I'd be like, yeah, Don, I'll, I'll give it a little fist pump, and I'll be into it. And my wife Trace, she goes, what, what's what's the deal with this Don dude? Why are you so into him? So I gave her a little, gave her a little education about the Don, and she turned to me. She goes, "So he's a Hilux," <laughs> and as she said that to me, my mind just went tick, 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 and I was like, "He's he's a he's a fucking Hilux. He did, he's a two thousand and three silver Hilux. He's reliable. It's he's flash, yeah, but not not super flashy, but flash enough. Reliable. Never never let you down." 
and they both got a decent diff on them. <laughs> so oh, so the Don. Don, aka the Hilux. Yeah. Oh, Crumpy. Jesus, <laughs> um, what if we could sign him for next year? Oh, I'd take, I was thinking the exact same thing. I'd, I'd love not? to have the Don why, over why here. Not sign someone like that. He's such good value for money. Yeah, so that that's my musings. That was my musings yeah, nice. over this last weekend. Oh, well, that will have to be a regular segment, but they will also rely on you watching enough of the footy each weekend, so we're not going to be yeah. making any promises just yet. <laughs> um, Sweet. Yeah. What are we into? Round, what, round, yeah. it? round nine. Uh, round nine, so getting towards the halfway mark. We'll, so, Better whistle through these. Yeah, we will. Uh, round nine kicks off. Cowboys Roosters on Thursday night up there in Townsville. Cowboys in all sorts of trouble that went over the nights was just a flash in the pan and they got absolutely spanked by Parramatta last week. Uh, Roosters coming off that um, unbelievable gold point loss to the Storm. This is going to be a bloodbath, you'd think. David Goliath. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Cowboys, uh, they got no direction in the halves at the moment. Yeah, Roosters, Roosters will do them by 20. So, uh, Paul Green has moved Valentine Holmes to the wing. Um, with young Hammer coming in at fullback, uh, don't mind. Oh, is that, that right? Yeah, don't mind that selection, but yeah, it's just a sign of of how the side's going, I guess, and how things just haven't gone to plan for them this year. Tamalolo has been a little bit off some weeks. Um, yeah, I think Brewster's far too good here. Yeah. Um, Friday night we kick off with the Warriors, and then later on is uh, Rabbitohs Tigers interesting one this I think it's 8 versus 9 um, Tigers coming off a pretty tough loss to the Panthers Rabbitohs pretty dull win over the Bulldogs again Rabbitohs another team that are winning all the games that they should and losing against anyone that's um, that's better than them it's a big chance for them to prove that they I guess belong in or around the 8 beating a team that's, that's at about the same level this is a hit, another hit that is like a similar version of what the Warriors v Titans are. These guys are in direct competition for the finals. They're yep. sort of on the same level. It's going to be a hard one to split these two. Mm. I like the Tigers oh, yeah. here. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always got a soft spot for the Tigers, so I'd probably lean that way. Why, why are you leaning that way? Oh, I just think they've shown more this year against better teams. Um, yeah, Rabbitohs haven't really troubled anyone that's, that's that good. And I think the Tigers will have too much for them. Just a bit more, yeah, a bit more pizzazz this year. Um, yeah, they do. Just not into the Rabbitohs. A uh, bit of a whisper that Benji Marshall might be a late inclusion, which would be pretty exciting. For? For the Tigers. Naturally, yeah, given any place for Of which player, sorry. I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> it might be an inclusion on the bench. Um, and obviously, Joey Leilua out for four weeks, so that's a huge bonus for the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, who, what happened to the Tigers last weekend? Nineteen uh, twelve, they went down to the Panthers in a fiery affair. Oh, it was too. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I like the Tigers here. Yeah. I like the Tigers. Now, Super Saturday kicks off. Oh, I'm pretty barred up about this game. Sharks Panthers. Oh, Sharks are on a bit of a run. Yeah. They're doing a run run that we took. Well, you were tipping that go on. They've, um, they've slid right into the eight there. They're in seventh spot. Three weeks ago, they were getting absolutely panned. John Morris was under pressure for his job. Um, they pretty much couldn't leave their house. 
the players are getting bagged that much. Uh, three wins later, right into the eight. Sean Johnson's leading the Triassists, second in the Dally and Medal. Uh, everything's looking pretty rosy out in the Shire. I, I, I might. I, I think this might be a bit of an upset. This game. That's what I was saying. I reckon too. the Sharks could could do. The Panthers tough game last weekend, and they're not going to carry on winning game after game after game. I don't think. They've got this to could slip be up one and they've been playing. They've had a long run of tough games. They were pushed by the Tigers. It was a similar game against South the week before that. The game against Parramatta that they just in the storm they've also played. They've been fantastic, but they just there's been no let up in their schedule and they've had to grind out games. This just might be mm. they're just due a, a, a just a bit of a, a letdown, I think, at some point. Yeah, I agree. So you with Sharks as well? Yeah. Got a great record against yeah. Penrith too and Wade Johnson's playing. Um, which you know that I'm reveling in. Um, yeah, you're yeah, lapping it up. Yeah, a few of the, the other Sharks boys are looking pretty good too. Yeah, Fafita's got energy again for yeah, some reason. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot to like about that side. And yeah, you have to say, genuine finals contender all, uh, this, all of a sudden. Ren- Ronaldo back this weekend too, isn't yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Molotov, yeah, yeah, Molotov. You know how much we like watching Ronaldo play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Who's um, second up? Uh, Broncos Bulldogs, Jesus is um, oh, watching a car God, crash the Broncos, again. wouldn't they want rather be playing someone that they should lose against? Yeah, it's just been uh, that couldn't the stars could not have aligned any more horrifically to be playing the Titans, Warriors, and Bulldogs. Who are you uh, going? Who are you going? I have to, and I honestly am tipping the Bulldogs, even if I even Same. throw a few bucks on them. Same. They, I reckon they've got more heart than that Broncos yeah, outfit at the moment. They. Get, they dig in. They, um, you know, they probably put in as much effort as any team. They're just lacking the the troops, but the against, talent, yeah, against the Broncos and the way that they're going. No changes for the Broncos, incredibly, this week. Is that right? A bit of a reshuffle. Bulldogs have got this but, new Pommy guy, haven't they? Yeah, look, yeah. Looking forward to seeing how he goes. He's been picked at lock, uh, which is timely, given Adam Elliott is out for the season. Uh, so yeah, still a lot of deficiencies in this Bulldogs team, but. Yeah, the way Brisbane are going, you have to tip the Bulldogs, and they're fairly, um, fairly big outsiders too at the tap, so they have hmm. a piece of that. Out of it. Who's a late one? Uh, late one, Raiders Storm. Raiders just a little bit under oh, the pump. They're shaky, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Beset by injuries in the Ford pack, Emre Gula and CSO Leola both uh, out long-term potentially for the season. Oh, that Goulder was going good too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a good find, and Soliola yeah. is such a hard unit too, so they've really had to dig into their um, depth chart here. Um, Ryan Sutton and Kai Donald, uh, Dunamis Louis also come back in. Um, is yeah. the hothead still out? Um, Horsbury, yeah, yeah, he might not be back this year either, so... Is that right? With, with Bateman out long term, that's, that's four first-choice forwards. Um, Shit. On the sidelines. Yeah. Uh, so big yeah. test here. I think the Storm, they've, uh, they've won their last three against the Storm, the Raiders, but all of those were in Melbourne, weirdly enough. Storm. Is that right? Yeah, that's the end of that run, I reckon. Yeah. The, the run's got to stop soon. The, I think the Storm. Storm was unbelievable last week to get that win over Melbourne without Munster, who may be a, a late inclusion. He's been named in the reserves, even though it looked like he was out for a month. So, yeah, if. if 
Well, even if he's not back, I think Storm will just uh, wouldn't, shouldn't have too much trouble putting them away. They're just not quite clicking the Raiders, and no, these injuries aren't helping. No, no, not at all. Now, Storm, I think I'm comfortable with that choice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sunday, we start with, oh, this is a beauty, Knights and the Eels. Knights? Oh, that's a ripper. Top four clash. Eels leading the table still. Knights in the top four after that gutsy win over Manly. I was looking at the table at the end of the weekend. The Knights are doing way better than I thought they were in terms of wins and losses. and da, da, da. Eels are good, though, aren't they? The Eels oh, are so good. So no Mitchell Moses. No worries. Yeah. They're just absolutely destroyed the Cowboys. Uh, they're one hell of a team and can definitely go all the way. You'd think on what they've shown us so far. They've stood up against the best teams and um, yeah, dismantled the shit ones. So yeah, no, really I ask it, too much more from them. I'm gonna um eels, eels. Yeah, I'll be leaning towards eels here, but it should be hell of a game. But big chance yeah, for be. the Knights to prove their credentials, um, which they have on a few occasions this year. Yeah, they have. They certainly have. Um, so who do you say? Oh, that, that's a. Filthy game to end the weekend, isn't it? Yeah, there's, I think this is the last, maybe the, no, I think next weekend, yeah, next weekend is the uh, first four o'clock Sunday game, and we're playing in it, so that's... Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, so yeah. for the rest of the season, we've got the four o'clock games now? I think so, not sure if it's yeah, around, God, but yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a hard slog getting to that, eh? Yeah, the 8 God, I love a four o'clock game. Is, uh, hasn't been doing it for us, and there's been some absolute dud. Um, or even the it. six o'clock Sunday is too late to get your first game in. There's too much you, going on. You're getting dinner and yeah. yeah, exactly. You want your first game at that four o'clock. So yeah. it's, so it's can, you're the hour of doing nothing from four to five, isn't it? Yeah. On a Sunday. Yeah, no, it's, it's the it's the best slot of the weekend ever game. So yeah, it'd be great to have it back. Um, mm. Yeah, this, but onto this game, Dragons Seagulls. Um, Seagulls things are lo- looking pretty. Um, yeah, we were heavily tipping these dudes, and they oh. are looking average. Tom Trevojevic and, and Dylan Walker's injuries have obviously not helped, and now Adam Fanua Blake has gone for two weeks, should be gone for more, um, after his crazy outburst at the, the end of that game against Newcastle. <laughs> so he's got form too, Fanua Blake. It's not surprising whatsoever. Same cut from the same cloth as Leilua have not been able to keep their emotions in check and showing some pretty ordinary um, levels of intelligence. So, yeah. yeah, but it's a big blow because he's one of the best front rows in the comp. And I, just I, did, yeah, it's didn't. crazy. I'm going. I've I, I seen a bit of effort in the Dragons last week. I've seen, although Corey Norman done a couple of things wrong, like he booted the ball out on the fall at one stage and but he was he was trying his guts out. I, I don't know. I'm going to go Dragons to do Manly, I, and we were picking Manly to be the outside winners of this comp. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still not writing them off if they can get their full strength team back, and I'm going to back them here too. Yeah, um, yeah. This yeah, is, that's going to be right down to Sunday night. We yeah. work out who's better. Yeah, I got um, seven from eight last week. Just uh, just a little reminder. Did was, you? Was only what the, did I? Only what did the I roosters get? that I missed. What did you miss? Uh, the roosters on for Thursday night against the Storm. It's the only game I got wrong. Oh, we didn't do a pick last week. No, That's we why. didn't run through. Yeah, I think you probably yeah. ended up with three or four though. So, um, just. Oh yeah, I haven't done a pick at all 
<laughs> of that thing. <laughs> is that you? You come in last in the tipping comp. It's heating yeah, up yeah. at the top. Is um, yeah. Is it? I just forgot all about it, and I must just get given the average or the the low yeah. each week now. I yeah. think. Oh, it's. Oh, so you're going manly. I'll go yeah. dragons. Oh, isn't it funny? And Mary, Mary's just sitting quietly. Eh? Shh. Don't say anything. Yeah. I'll see bold and that a cop in it and green yeah. and he's just sitting, shh, shh, don't say anything, man. Just sit there. Yeah, so interesting how it all changes. Yeah. Uh, you just have to win a couple, take pressure off, and then, yeah, people will forget about you. Um, but that's round nine. Uh, Done. Got time for a, a little history corner. I just thought we'd, um, we'd relive so, in honour of of Joey Lailoa's and, and Adam Fanoa Blake's brain explosions over the weekend. The hot-headed warriors um, of the past. Now, we haven't really mm-hmm. had that many lunatics play for us. Yeah, what sort of list range. did you get? How many are we looking at on the list? Well, I haven't really made a list. I've just got uh, from the, the Warriors 25 book here. I did a, a little chapter on warrior discipline, players to be sent off and sinbinned and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some guys, that, just a few um, stats to... Feed a mull over. Um, the first warrior to ever get sent off, um, Dennis Betts, for headbutting against uh, the Magpies in 1996. What's it? Yeah, you don't see guys uh, headbutting that much. No. Not um, to a send off football offence. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only player to get sim- uh, sent off twice for the Warriors, a little surprising, this Ali Laotiti. Um, sent off yeah he was sent off for a high tackle against the Roosters in 99 round 1 and he got in a bit of a dust up with Brad Fittler actually after it Um, and then he he was farcically sent off for a high tackle against uh, the Northern Eagles he actually got sent off three times twice in 2000 three times in about a season and a half that's Jesus, yeah, it's, it's like 1960s level. All for, all for high, high tackles? Yeah, all for high tackles. Um, just that, you can just imagine that lazy arm, eh? Yeah, just throw it up, that lazy guy, arm. Yeah. Um, no malice. No, he was yeah, gentle giant, never seemed like a firebrand or anything like that. Uh, the last player to get sent off was uh, Wade McKinnon. Now, he was a firebrand. He, uh, <laughs> he, was he had some temper issues for sure. Brilliant. Do you remember that time it player. looked suspiciously like he spat on the referee? Yeah, he did spit, didn't he? At the... He did, yeah. And then he was like, oh, no, I'm just getting my mouth going. Yeah, I yeah. think he did, uh, I think he copped a couple of weeks for that. Um, and he also got suspended for shoving a referee. But that uh, that was kind of like pushing the referee, I think, in a defensive situation, not like... Oh, okay. yeah, but he's Get, still getting got, them out of the way. He still got a couple of weeks for it. The send off though was one of the all time great um, farcical send offs. He got send off at the very end of a game against the Tigers for dropping his knees, and he just blatantly oh, didn't that's do right. It. There, there was just nothing in it at, at all. There wasn't even a penalty. That's um, right. Yeah, so no one sent off, or partly anyone gets sent off these days oh. anyway, but. Firebrand, he's a he's a fireman in Auckland these days, isn't he? Um, is he? Is it yeah, I think so. I watched something. I think he. I don't know if he's still at. I'm pretty sure he'd done his time at the Auckland hey. Airport as a fireman. Hey. And now he's a fireman up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Obviously, a much loved uh, former warrior, but certainly had uh, a bit of white line fever every now and again. Um, speaking of Matthew Ridge, probably one of, 
one of the um, yeah he he just turned into an absolute loose cannon once he got here. He got 13 weeks worth of suspensions in the 1991 uh, 1999 season for us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was that knees and the kicking when people uh, were trying to score he, tries? He so he him and Nigel Vargan manhandled a referee and uh, against the Tigers. Um, they were disputing a field goal that went over, and they gave the gave the referee a bit of a touch up. So they got a few, he got a few weeks there. And his first game back, he actually kicked the match winning penalty goal against the Raiders. But he also gave uh, Leslie Vonacolo a very ugly facial, and I think he was suspended for about eight or nine weeks. Might have been another charge in there as well for something else in the same game. Um, first game back. Yeah, actually, yeah, eight matches here. It is contrary contact and a high tackle. Eight matches, the longest suspension handed out to a Warriors player ever. Um, Jesus. But he's not the most suspended Warrior ever. Uh, has uh, it, can has I it guess, guess at that? Yeah, have a couple of guesses. Most suspended? Does it beat them? Nailed it and won. Yeah, I, I thought that might be too obvious, but yeah... It just yeah, he was he's pretty loopy, eh? Yeah, he's um, I think it, I'm not even sure that he was that much of a, a nutter on the field, but he could obviously box. Um, everyone remembers him beating the daylights out of Steve Redden of the Bulldogs in 2001, and Casey Maguire a year or two later. Oh, Casey, <laughs> yeah, he was he, yes. he 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 can throw them, beat them. Um. Oh, that Casey Maguire one, I always feel sorry for Maguire. He sort of just gets dragged into it. He's actually <laughs> yes. a pretty decent scrapper himself, Maguire. There's, um, there's, Is he? Yeah, he um, he, he uh, laid out Justin Hodges when Hodges was playing for the Roosters. Uh, one Is night. he? Yeah. yeah, so he could throw them, but yeah, had no match for Beetham, So, <laughs> But it wasn't for, for a fighting or anything like that that Beetham got suspended for 14 matches in total. Um he got suspended for two big ones, uh, 2005-6 matches for a dangerous throw, and uh, 2004-5 matches for a reckless high tackle. And that's when uh, the Warriors fan base started turning on him. Um, yeah, they loved him when he was was a guy that was uh, beating the crap out of, of opposition players with his fist, but a couple of long suspensions, and yeah, the, the fans started booing him, and... Uh, it all went a bit sour for him, unfortunately, for Monty, one of the real nice guys of New Zealand Rugby League. and um, hmm, yeah. I can't remember all that. Yeah. Um, another couple of guys that have copped a few. Jerry Sisu, 13 matches equal with Ridge in second place, mostly due to a seven-match reckless high tackle and dropping the knees in the same game. That's a fairly ugly Jerry one. had a day out. Yeah. Jerry had a day out. <laughs> It's a hate of one of those stress balls. <laughs> Again, another one of the nicest guys you'd come across in rugby league, Jerry. Um, 11 matches for Charlie Gubb. You know, he just could not stop shoulder charging guys. What happened to Charlie? He went to the Raiders, remember, and he got a couple of games with them. Yeah, uh, but then that was the end of him, wasn't it? Off the map. I'm not sure if he's even playing anymore. Yep. Uh, so that that's a, that's a lot of suspensions in a short career at the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, he must have only played fifty games at the most. <laughs> matches with the suspended <laughs> suspensions. I'm pretty sure all for shoulder charges too. 
Too right, old Charlie. I used to like Charlie Gubb. Yeah, a bit of a cult hero type. Um, yeah. Didn't quite kick on, but... No, it didn't. Certainly not a firebrand. All the guys that we've talked about, um, not really your, your typical firebrand. Maybe Jack Hetherington mm. can be that that yeah. complete nutter that get we've the, uh, been craving. Get the petition going, TWL fans. Yeah. Um, and just one last stat. Most Simba warrior of all time. No surprises here. Your man, Adam Blair. Is he? Mm. Simbin for the Warriors? Or yeah, like... yeah, four times. Is that right? By my count. Huh. Yeah. Out of it, Adam Blair. That doesn't surprise me at all, no, though. But How many has he had in his career? Be... Yeah, love to see those stats. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's our show, I think, unless you've got anything to add, Brad. I have no further evidence to add, you, add Your Honour. Okay. Um... Thanks for joining us, everyone. Enjoy the Titans uh, Warriors tomorrow night or Friday night. And, yeah, catch you next week. That's it from us. Hooray.